0: Welcome to the Mornings with Sue and Andy podcast for Wednesday, June 1st. We begin with a look at the Bank of Canada's interest rate announcement on Wednesday, an increase of one-half of a percentage point. We discuss how the bump will impact the average Canadian with Sung Lee, licensed mortgage agent with rates.ca.
1: Next, we examine the link between childhood anxiety and issues later in life. We hear details on new research on the topic from a professor of psychiatry and behavioral neurosciences at McMaster University.
0: And finally, it's aimed at getting your kids to read more and at the same time giving them a chance to win some cool prizes. We get the scoop on the Calgary Public Library's annual ultimate summer challenge. The Bank of Canada is expected to raise lending rates today to help combat surging inflation. With details, we are joined by Sung Lee, rates.ca expert and licensed mortgage agent. Good morning to you, Sung Lee. Good
2: morning, Andy. How are you?
0: Good. Thank you for taking the time with us. Uh, How much are we expecting the Bank of Canada rate to increase and how many increases have we seen so far this year?
2: Uh, So this will be the third increase that we'll see and all signs are pointing to a half percent increase Uh, later on today and anything outside of that would really come as a surprise to everyone.
1: So can we talk about kind of, you know, what that translates to a half a percentage point? I mean, in in dollars and cents for most people, is that a big deal?
2: Well, um, if you look at a variable rate mortgage and assuming your payments fluctuate with interest rates, uh, for every $100,000 of balance, your payment will increase by about $26 a month uh, for Anyone who has a home equity line of credit, a hundred thousand dollar balance, would mean a forty-two dollar increase in interest payments monthly. So it could be significant.
0: You know, uh, I am not an expert. I don't want to speak for Sue, but she isn't an expert, no, believe I am not. <laughs> um, how does the Bank of Canada believe that raising interest rates helps combat inflation? What is, what is that uh, correlation?
2: Well, you know, when you have super low borrowing costs, which we've seen over the past couple of years, um, it Entices people to borrow money and use that, whether it's to purchase an extra home, uh, invest or even, you know, tap into like a home equity line of credit with a super low interest rate just for spending. Um, You know, it just gets people to uh, consume and, uh, you know, use borrowing costs. When you start seeing uh, interest rates, then it gets people to pause for a moment and really reflect and maybe reconsider spending as much as they have been.
1: But that, that's what always confuses me. Isn't spending a good thing? Isn't that how we, you know, keep the economy
2: going? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, spending is great, but then when everyone is spending and supply is low, then that just increases costs. And then if you couple that with some of the supply chain uh, disruptions that we've been having, you know, when everyone is trying to buy that same, you know, car or Apple or whatever the case may be, and there's a shortage of supply, then the prices
0: have to go up. You mentioned, you know, variable rate mortgages. You mentioned. You know, perhaps lines of credit, are there any other sectors that are going to be affected when we see this increase?
2: Well, anything that's tied to the bank prime rate. So in addition to the variable rate mortgage, the home equity line of credit, even if you have a personal line of credit that you've gotten from your local bank, uh, that would be impacted also.
1: So is now a good time then, or is, are most people able to, if variable rates are really going up we have no idea You know, how many more times this might happen, do you lock in now?
2: You know, that's a great question. And I think it's a personal decision. The great thing about variable rate mortgages is that they do have that ability to convert to a fixed rate mortgage. Um, However, you know, there are individuals who want to save money now, get a lower payment now. And so a variable rate makes sense. However, if you're someone who, you know, can't stomach the idea of your payments going up over the next five years, uh, consider a fixed rate.
0: So you mentioned over the next five years, but we hear time and time again, if you do any reading around variable mortgages, the experts come out and say you will be ahead at the end of the day if you're looking long range. Does that still stand?
2: Yeah, I I believe so. You know, history has told us that variable rates tend to outperform. Fixed rates uh, about eighty percent of the time, and so although right now we're just talking about increases, you know, there's a very good chance that once inflation comes back to a reasonable level, that we'll start seeing that come back down again.
1: Yeah, like you said, though, you have to be able to stomach it, right? Because you know, <laughs> exactly, it's nice to know you know what your fixed payments are going to be, especially if you're you know living sort of you know with tighter means. That that right. can change things for people.
2: So, if you want to save money and you have some flexibility in your budget. A variable rate will make sense. Um, but, you know, if you want that smooth ride and know exactly what's coming out of your bank account, I would go with a fixed rate.
0: Wow. Very interesting. Is there any other way that we can, you know, you can't get around interest rates if you have to borrow from these institutions. But there, is there any other way we can try to keep some money in our pocket? What do you, you tell your clients, for example, as a mortgage specialist?
2: Yeah. So for anyone with uh, you know a variable rate mortgage, and they have yet to reevaluate their budgets, you know, with these past increases, now is a time to really reevaluate. Um, and whether that means you know eating in a couple of extra times per week versus ordering Uber Eats, or taking your four streaming services down to one, no sacrifices should be made.
1: So, Lee, what's the difference between going to my regular bank and and using rates.ca?
2: So Rates.ca is a mortgage marketplace It actually allows you to not only see what the banks are offering, but credit unions, mortgage lenders, and really gives you access to the best rates that are available across Canada.
0: I find, you know, when I first got my mortgage 100 years ago, um, you know, my my very first little condo, I went with a major bank because my parents banked with the major banks. Do uh, you find that you have to educate consumers on a mortgage lender or or even those people who might be a, have a little bit of a fear of going with a, a credit union? Do you still find that people want to gravitate until they talk to somebody like you to the majors?
2: Well, I would say about 20 years ago, you'd only have about 20% of individuals going to a mortgage broker. They typically went when they got rejected by their bank. Uh, but today that's changed quite significantly. So about 50% of consumers are now speaking with a broker to see what all of their options are.
1: I just got a text in, uh, you know, Carol kind of agreeing with what we're talking about here, but saying, you know, the interest rate hike really is a supply for banks to make more money. Is that in a sense true? Because yes, I mean, we, we all need to spend to keep the economy humming, but they certainly make a lot of money off it, don't they?
2: Yeah, while the uh, interest rate increases really is driven by the Bank of Canada to really tame inflation, but, you know, as rates increase, it does provide some additional margin for the banks.
0: Interesting discussion. Uh, Thanks for your insight, uh, Sung. We appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. That is Sung Lee, rates.ca expert and licensed mortgage agent to find out what he does, oddly enough, at rates.ca. It is is a minefield, Sue, and I do know that a couple of mortgages ago i've moved a lot uh, went with a mortgage lender not a bank mm-hmm. and there was a, it's a double edged sword we had an incredible rate uh, but the same features as the major bank the issue was that this mortgage lender was based out of toronto the paperwork was very thick there was a lot to do and if you wanted to make any additional payments toward your mortgage you couldn't just walk up to the you know the rbc or CIBC and say i want to just right. you had to go through a process so there were some hoops,
1: but did it save you a lot of money? Do you think?
0: Well, it was certainly the best rate, and yeah. if you if you can shave off, you know, in this competition when you're talking to you know a, a mortgage broker, and that's who I went through, and they mm-hmm. said, oh, here's this 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 company, um, you know, you, have, you you will save hundreds and hundreds of dollars a year, maybe thousands during the term if you can get a better rate. Um, so it's it's just interesting. What are you comfortable with? But getting. I guess being educated versus just doing going to the same place because it's always been yes. this same. Hey, I've been with this bank since exactly. I'm 15 years old. Well, yeah. what's that mean?
1: And mortgage brokers, as you say, I mean, there are lots of them out there and they're the experts. We don't have to be the experts in, in everything, right? You can go to the expert and have them help you and lead you and give you some other options out there. Uh, right now, it feels like, you know, just from our experience of who we've we've spoken with, there's not a lot of wiggle room because things are, no. are pretty high, but it's worth checking around because of that very thing.
0: Yeah, well, and the thing is, you don't know. It might be in your best interest to break your mortgage. That penalty versus the savings, right. depending on what you're locked in for, depending on how much you have left on your term. There's so many questions that these people can look at mm-hmm. quickly. And you know it comes out of your pocket? Nothing, yeah. because they work on a commission basis.
1: Think outside the box. Options are a good idea. Things are very Ooh, expensive yeah. these days. Maybe save you some money. And addressing anxiety at a young age may help reduce harmful impacts later in life. With some insight, we're joined this morning by Dr. Magdalena Janus, professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Neurosciences, at McMaster University. Good morning to you, Professor. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, do we know, and I would suspect the pandemic has made these numbers even greater, but how common anxiety is in children and youth in this country? It's actually one of the
3: most common mental health issues for young children, but for children generally. But it's not very well understood uh, in children as young as the ones that we studied in our um, study. So kindergarten level, preschool children. Uh, it is thought that maybe it's kind of under. Um, um, you know, it's, it's a problem that's not seen very well because um, anxious behaviors are not as well, uh, presenting themselves not as serious as some of the kind of acting out aggressive behaviors, uh, hyperactivity. So um, the, the, the fact that we don't, um, that studies don't show uh, high prevalence is really underreporting rather than anything else.
0: How do I know if my uh, child is struggling? Dr. Janus, how do we have, what are the signs? Well, you know what, I think the important thing is that, uh,
3: it's not that every child that shows symptoms of anxiety is, uh, clinically anxious. So, um, The important thing is to um, watch out whether um, your child is a little bit more fearful, a little bit more shy than what you would expect. But that doesn't mean that they necessarily have a mental health problem. The studies such as mine basically show that um, it is a risk factor for future problems, but it's absolutely not a one-to-one kind of correspondence that if someone shows uh, symptoms like that, the point is do not ignore it do not feel that just because a child feels a little bit fearful going to school or cries a lot that um, they will outgrow it uh, no i think what is very important is to um, respect that that's uh that's a behavior that they feel comfortable that type of emotion regulation that they need to to show and support it in any way you can So,
1: you know, is there a point where we need to seek professional help or at a young age, is this more something that parents, grandparents can kind of help with?
3: You know, at this kind of um, broad level, I think this is what family and um, teachers, whether it's at school or in uh, child care center, can help with make the child more comfortable, give them a little bit more space, maybe not insist that they do things as quickly as other children, not necessarily join every activity. If these behaviors interfere, with um, with um, other activities kind of everyday activities this is the time to, to ask uh, and the first person to ask would be your family physician please you know I, I really would like to make sure that parents are not uh, um, thinking that every time their child shows shyness or doesn't want to go to school um, means that they have uh, a serious mental health issue these are normal behaviors but if they interfere with everyday life um, for a prolonged period of time then it's time Time to ask your healthcare provider
0: Professor Janus, I know you are stationed at McMaster University, but I'm wondering if you, if you have any data or if you can tell us how we compare as a nation when it comes to resources um, you know to to help with childhood anxiety compared to other nations
3: and that's a very good question and as as I'm sure you're aware resources um, um, health and both health and education are governed at the provincial level so there will be quite a bit of difference and sometimes even regionally in terms of what's available which is why I said um, uh, contact your family health uh, care provider rather than saying, you know, seek for specialist help because um, this is generally the, the first, um, uh, the, the most ubiquitous way to address health problems because the other level of care really varies very much um, between provinces. Uh, and unfortunately, I, I can't tell you how it varies, but uh, it's very much a, a provincial and regional issue.
1: Thank you for sharing some time with us this morning and talking about it. I think it's super important right now.
3: I agree with you. It's going to be very very important to see what happens when we are able to measure uh, this again after, after the pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm. Agree. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bye. Magdalena Janus, Professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Neurosciences at McMaster University. And Calgary Public Library's popular ultimate summer challenge is back with free summer fun for readers of all ages. With all the details, we're joined this morning by Kate Schutz, service design lead at the Calgary Public Library. Morning, Kate. Thanks for being with us. Good morning. I love love talking about this because it's a fun program. And I think it's a, a really good way to sort of encourage and entice kids particularly to start reading. So tell us about the program.
4: Yeah, that's right. The Ultimate Summer Challenge is actually for all ages. We even have an adult challenge this year, so families can read together, compete against each other. Um, but the main program is targeted at kids 6 to 12, and we are challenging them to read 40 hours this summer. We have lots of amazing prizes, and we have a challenge map that you can uh, follow along in color, or you can participate online as well.
0: Kate, okay, does it matter what type of book? How, how does that work? Is there a criteria?
4: No, no criteria at all. Any reading is good reading, so you can be read, too. Uh, you can listen to an audio book, or you can read graphic novels and comics. doesn't matter to us. And you've got some pretty cool prizes, too, for everybody to win. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's always lots of fun. So we have uh, the Teen Takeover Challenge with Chromebooks and uh, Nintendo Switch, and kids can win iPads and uh, uh, stem subscription kits that come to their house as well as um um, nintendo switches for everybody and then we even have family prizes so if you're if you have young children in the house that you're reading to we have great uh, custom books that they can win and the adult prizes are really wonderful as well
0: it's interesting you know it's 2022 and the library has followed suit i mean obviously you can hop online and, and print your your tracker for your reading but also there's an app for that too
4: Yeah, absolutely. We're using uh, Beanstack, which is a, a reading tracker app. So you register through Beanstack. Everybody registers through Beanstack, and our staff can certainly help you with that. And when you register, you're automatically entered to win the grand prizes. So it doesn't matter if you register at the end of the summer or right away starting today. You're automatically entered to win those grand prizes. Then you can track online. There's fun activity challenges you can do to earn more chances to win. It's a lot of fun. Kate, uh, pandemic was difficult for everybody in the
1: library included, you know, closures opening, closures opening. What's it like at the libraries now, all of them? And and let's talk particularly downtown at the big one.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, that's where my office is and it's getting busier and busier every day. We're seeing lots of families, lots of kids coming back. And uh, the Ultimate Summer Challenge is uh, a great time to come back to your local library we have in-person programs we have outdoor programs we have outreach into the community and everything at calgary public library is free
0: for those people you know my toddlers we go there uh, quite frequently now and <laughs> i love the, the for example the grab bags can you tell oh, yeah. can you tell us about these briefly i know we're talking about the challenge but what a great opportunity to if you're in a hurry zip in get the reading material and get out these are curated bags right
4: Yeah, that's right. We call them our quick-pick bags, so you can grab a toddler bag or preschool bag or baby bag full of books designed for that age group, designed to read at home. You just grab the bag, quickly take the books out, and uh, no, if you're in a rush, you don't have to spend time browsing the stacks. And absolutely, use your quick-pick bag for the ultimate summer challenge. How much
1: does it cost to get a library card these days, Kate? Well, a library card is free. <laughs> I yeah. love that. I love that you've made it that way. It just makes it so accessible for everybody. And again, we'll remind folks, uh, Calgary Public Library's ultimate summer challenge starts today, calgarylibrary.ca, and you can get all the details there. 40 hours uh, for the whole summertime, that's not much at all, but is a great way to get people reading, isn't it?
3: Yes, it is. Yes, yeah,
1: awesome. thanks. Thanks for your time, Kate. Appreciate it. Okay, cheers. Kate Schutz, service design lead at the
0: Calgary Public Library. Stop by if you haven't in a long time, and even the return of the books—they've got this conveyor belt. And I mean, maybe people—they maybe the downtown one for, you're talking. No, well, mine uh, down oh, uh, really? down south. Yeah, the uh, Pyramid Library, Fish Creek, and it's like a, it's like an ATM, a bank kiosk. You put the books down, it scans the UCP a UPC code, not UCP. <laughs> no, that's a different. That's a, different a little code. different code we're talking <laughs> about here. Seriously, um, but you know, you're in and out, um, and it's just it's so accessible. It is so easy.
1: It is, yeah. And
0: uh, getting the kids on the path early best way to get it done.
1: And you know, summertime is just around the corner, right? So kids will be out of school. You want to have a great day, mm-hmm. go take them downtown and go check out the new library. There are a million things to do in and around the area. The library itself is gorgeous. I
0: guarantee they'll find a book to read. They're big enough for a rainy day as well. Yep. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast.
1: Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for free at Apple Podcast, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts.
0: And tune in to Mornings with Sue and Andy from 530 to 9 every weekday morning on 770 CHQR.